0: Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, where we find that he says uh, something that I find a little strange, that we ought to count it all joy. And I told you that it would take a fool to stand up and to say, yes, I'm, I'm broken. Yes, I'm sick. And, I'm going through some stuff, but that's not. It's more of the mindset about what you're going through. Amen. Because you understand that what you're going through is producing something in you. And so I told you that we cannot be in a hurry to get out of stuff because inside of what you're going through, God is developing some character. He's doing some stuff. He's rooting some stuff out. And it only happened by you walking with him and walking through. And so the translation, the message translation of Hebrews chapter 12, 1 and 2, literally says, don't be in a hurry to get out of what you're going through, but let that thing have its perfect work. And in doing so, you will become perfect and you'll lack nothing. And so God says that even in the process of you going through and you dealing with storms and you dealing with stuff, You begin to develop to the point where you grow where you won't have to ask for anything because you'll have everything that you need so he says to us that you want to ask me then for wisdom wisdom then watch this by definition means to give me something skillfully so that I can maneuver my way through this thing and so God says don't try to walk through the storms of life by yourself but if you ask me I'll give you wisdom And the wisdom that I give you will be a skillful way that you'll be able to maneuver yourself and get yourself out of trouble. And so we seek God for wisdom. But I go back up to verse 1 because the Lord said to me that we ended 2016 uh, going into 2017 talking about faith. And there are some things that we uh, were promised in 2017, that even though we have three weeks left in the new uh, to the new year, we still have not seen the manifestation of what we were believing God for, and we're thinking that God, your window is getting small You promised me some stuff in 2017 that I have not seen, and the thing that the Lord showed me was that there's some things that we're trying to run with. That if we run with this stuff, then we're not going to be able to uh, get where we're going because we're running with heaviness on us. So as we look at verse number 1 of Hebrews chapter 12, watch what he says. He says, let us lay aside every weight, say weight, Weight. and the sin, and sin, that has so easily beset us. Now, let me, uh, for just a moment, get just a little bit messy, and I hope you stick with me through this, because I'm on metal, just a little bit. Because one of the things that we always make as a resolution is that we need to lose weight. A couple of weeks ago, I was reading some stuff. And I was surprised to know, Sister Jackie, that according to scientists, I'm a Can you believe it? She said,
1: yeah.
0: So watch this. I'm, I'm reading this chart. And the chart says that for my age, my height, that my ideal weight would be 190 pounds. Well. I'm 265. So, in order to get to 190, I'm going to have to lose 70 some pounds. The only problem with losing the weight is that I like some stuff that has helped me gain the
1: weight.
0: I love. Oreo, Famous Amos, Blue Honey Buns. Fifteen seconds in the microwave, put a little slice of cheese on. I love it. I have
2: a snack problem. candy, chocolate candy, chewy candy, hard candy, sour candy, sweet candy, I even like the orange spirits, (laughs) (laughs) and not
0: peanut (laughs) eminence, plain eminence, Twix, Starburst, Settle, Kit K, Snickers, Almond Joy, I have a problem, well watch this, The scientist says that my ideal weight then is 190. And so when I looked at the scale, I have a choice to make. Because at the bottom of the survey, it gave credibility to who it was that was saying my ideal weight would be 190. The American Heart Association, Cancer Association. All these people talking about your ideal weight, which means they've obviously done some kind of research, which is say that your ideal weight would be 190, and here I am thinking I know it all, and they're saying you got some weight you need to put down. I'm saying I'm comfortable with the weight. They're saying that you need to put it down. I say I'm able to function with it. They say you function better with 190.
2: And so we begin to rationalize with what is weight and what is not. And so what happens is, I don't want to lose weight because I like what I'm doing to pick it up. So what happens is, we adjust to the weight that we've Instead of us losing the weight to fit into the clothes we already got, we start buying clothes. Some of them. <laughs> we start buying clothes. To make room for the weight that we gain Well watch this Because we don't just do it in the natural But we do it also in the physical Because some of us are carrying some dead weight There got some people in your life That are dead weight There's some situations in your life That are dead weight That you are still trying to carry But instead of dropping them Like you were supposed to Coming into 2017 You just adjusted yourself And now it's become I had a friend
0: of mine that had a bad
1: tooth.
0: Uh, I don't know if you ever had a toothache, yes. But that is one of the worst, worstest pains that you could ever have. Dude called me one day and was almost in tears. I said, man, this thing hurts so bad, so I went over school with him. I said, man, this is what you do. Put you a cup in the microwave. Get that water as hot as you can stand it. Take it out and put you some salt in it. And then gargle it. <laughs> and he did. He said, man, it helped for a little while. He, he called me back. He said, man, I did that. He said, it helped for a little while, but the pain came back. Then he said, you know what? I, I've been taking these B.C.'s. And I said, well, won't you just go to the dentist then and get the tooth pulled? He said, well, I made an appointment the other day and I missed it. It must not hurt. Too bad. And you made an appointment and you missed because we do what he did. We get comfortable with the
2: pain. Bc's was helping the pain and so now he's able to tolerate what was intolerable now he can live with it not understanding that the tooth is still rotting and so what we do is we'll keep the weight not understanding that the weight is killing us instead of dropping it when it hurts
0: So we will keep carrying the weight. And so he went to the dentist. And the dentist told him, yeah, that cavity got on the other tooth. <laughs> yeah. wow. So now we're going to have to do more. If you'd have came when you first got it, we could have did something. But now the cavity, it's, it's ate up the whole tooth. We might have could have saved the tooth. Yeah. But because your weight is so long, you're going to lose the whole tooth. And so now he's looking shame because now
2: instead of just having a cap, he got to lose the whole tooth. why don't you just take care of the weight instead of making concessions you know what I found
0: out about weight folk can tell you when you picking up weight (laughs) but can't tell I'm gonna say it like this, but I don't mean how I mean it. I'm just saying it so I can make a point. (laughs) You ever seen somebody big call somebody else big? You ain't gonna call
1: (laughs) somebody (laughs) else You
0: can't say that. You better not look at anybody else. But people have a tendency to look and see the faults of others, and never do a self-examination, and see that they themselves have picked up. Listen to me. You can pick up weight sometimes just by doing nothing. Some of us didn't intend to pick up weight coming in 2017. But by the end of 2017, we realized that we picked up some weight. My intent was to lose some weight coming out of last year.
2: But somehow, in some way, I picked up some stuff this year that I wasn't intending to come with. So now, not only do I have the weight from 2016, but I got some weight of 2017.
0: Oh, yeah. And I don't know about you, but one thing that I found is that it's easy to pick it up. Wow, wow it hard to do. Man, I read the back of a, 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 a Chips of Heart bag. <laughs> And the chips or the cookies had about 350 calories per serving. The serving is eight cookies. And so I look at the bag. And so when I go to the gym that night, I get on the elliptical machine. I start working out, and I go for 30 minutes. And the elliptical machine says I only burned 250 calories. Now, wait a minute. Because the chips are hard, good. But I just worked for 30 minutes and didn't even burn off the whole bag. (laughs) Easy to pick it up. Hard to get out of. It was easy
2: to get in a relationship. Yeah, Yeah, but it's hard to drop it. You didn't intend for it to go where it went. And now it's hard to get out of it. Just say
0: amen. I didn't need to pick up all that weight, but it was good to me. Now that you're trying to lose the weight, watch what this word "weight" means. Then this, weight, this word "weight" means uh, a burden or a hindrance. And there are some things in our lives that it didn't start off as a burden, it didn't start off as a hindrance. It started off as just uh, some ice cream. But ice cream turns into fat. Starting off as being something else and then turns into weight. Then before you know it, when you look at yourself, you don't even like what you look at. You don't even like what you look like. You ever notice when you start picking up weight, you lose confidence? I'm talking to somebody. Yeah, you start losing confidence. You don't feel as confident
2: because you don't get the same looks. You don't get the compliments. You start questioning yourself. That's what weight does. Robbed you of your identity because you're worried about what you But we weren't worried about it while we was in private.
1: While nobody was there watching,
2: we weren't worried about it. But now, that it becomes public.
0: Yeah, that's just the only amount of time what you do in private.
1: Yeah, how does it become
0: public, Pastor? It begins to be a weight on you. That begins to be heavy. And you're trying to make it through, but it's for sure that you can trust it, that it's good while it's going on. But it turns into a weight later on. Somebody say amen. Amen. So he says to us that you have to lay down the weight and the sin that has so easily beset you. That word sin has two definitions. Number one, it means not to have a share in So what literally happens is, we preach all of this year about having faith. And God says, but the sin disqualifies you. We spend all of this time believing God that 2017 is a prosperous year. But God said, not only do you have weight, but you got sin. Come
2: on, and it's only a matter of time before the weight that you carry pulls you into sin. And so because you have sin, God says, you have no part in me. So you have to lay down the sin that has so easily beset you. I'm believing God for a whole lot of stuff, but you can't believe Him for much if you still got weight and sin. You ever seen somebody come around talking about losing weight, and I'm gonna I promise I'm gonna do it, and then when you go out to eat with them, or if you hear them order food. Eat it on first. It's tight, but it's right. Now, I want to grow with the Lord. I want to walk with the Lord. But you don't have to stop what you're doing because what you're doing is still causing you to lose weight. How do you expect to hear God concerning? You ask Him for wisdom, but you can't hear because sin made you not a part of the inheritance.
0: And we love to talk about, yeah, I'm an ale God, and I'm joining as with Christ. Now that you got sin, Lord, not my heart. That's the danger. Mm. <laughs> yeah, because he know that you don't intend to quit. That's right. He know that you don't intend. Uh, I heard an old man say one time. He said one time, first time is a mistake. Yeah, come on now. After that,
1: it's a habit. That's right. <laughs> Ain't
0: nobody said nothing. Uh, first time it was a mistake. Uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't mean to. Second time over. Third time, fourth time,
1: <laughs>
0: Just say amen then. Amen. And so he says, to us, he says, lay aside, lay down the sin and the way. Why is this important to us, Pastor? Why are you talking? Because we're talking all this faith talk. But I want you to understand that you won't see the flow of God until you remove the sin from
2: your life. You cannot be saved and a sinner at the same time. You cannot have two natures. You can't be out doing what the world doing and then bring what you're doing in the world into the church and expect that the Lord is going to bless that God cannot bless.
1: So,
0: uh, people get mad at God because they say, well, God ain't moving. God ain't doing. God ain't. Well, can I, can I tell you what may be hindering uh, your blessings? And then watch this. You can't be fooled. Because you're getting stuff and you got sin. Yeah, don't don't equate what you got with whether or not God is pleased with you. Yeah, about 20 years ago, I preached a message entitled "When the Devil Blesses." A blessing is something that contributes to your happiness. Everything that makes me
2: happy ain't good for me. It's good to me, but it ain't good for me. I went to the doctor for my blood pressure. You know what the doctor asked? What you eat? Because you show up in the doctor's office sick. But there's a reason that you're in there. It don't just go up by itself. Something is happening that's causing this. And so until you get to the reason or the problem that is causing.
0: So the other day, I had had a problem with my plumbing at my rent house. Amen. And uh, I called a friend of a friend that knew a newer friend, had a friend that was a plumber. Yeah, hook up. And you got to be careful because I don't mean it's, it's a couple of things that's hard to find. I'm going to just take a time out right here. It's, a plumber is one of Somebody that feeds on your air conditioner. <laughs> Amen. So. <laughs> I call the plumber, Anna McCain, I call the plumber, and the plumber comes over and he he goes into the bathroom and he says, uh, "I see what the problem is." He said uh. it looks like somebody has been putting uh, what looks like a SOS pad or the Brillo pad into the tub, and it's causing a backup. And so he said, "I, I pulled all of it out, and so the tub." should be flowing now. Mm -hmm. Well, there was a problem because the tub, uh, you know, tub's supposed to be white, (laughs) but now the tub is brown. Mm -hmm. And there's a residue Mm -hmm. because the water has sat in the tub for so long. And until the water was drained, you couldn't tell how dirty the tub was. And so when the water came out, I could see that what used to be white has now turned black because you let it sit so long. So what happens is, even though you were washed, you've been letting that sin sit so long that what was once white right is now brown, right. And you're going to have to take, you know that, what is it, CIL? You're going to have to get some of that strong stuff. Let that pure rock uh, sit for a little while. Then you're going to have to get some Ajax in it. You're going to have to get some good stuff to, some, you know, to get that stuff out. You're going to have to scrub it and clean it. So watch this. Uh, we get the tub running. But we can't hardly get the brown out Because the tub has just just been sitting for so long And so I'm getting some other work done And another man comes in to do some work And he calls me and says Pastor can you come over I come over he says You got a problem with your water In your bathroom And I'm thinking to myself Now the last dude who was a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend Told me that it was a Brillo pad he said, no, come here, let me show you something. He turned the water on, and the water was brown. He said, what you got is a root problem.
2: You thought you could just pull it out, and something was going to be all right, but what you got is a root problem. That's something that has taken root, and it's gotten root into the pipes, and it's causing the water... To be brown and it's clogging up the tub. It clogged up the tub
0: so much so that the water stopped running from the tub and started coming from under the toilet. So <laughs> 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 you got a root in one area of your
2: life, but it's causing problems in other areas. You got one area stopped up. But it's causing other areas to leak.
0: Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah He said, he said, you got a root problem. Huh. So he walked me outside. He said, what you going to have to do mm-hmm. is dig this up. Yeah. I'm looking for an easy way out. Yeah. I'm looking for a way that we can get this thing done for under $100 or so. <laughs> <laughs> three, 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 four, and I'm going go one of those I'm four, five, 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 five. Five. I do to pay you a whole lot of money, can you? There ain't nothing I said. Can you run a snake through there? He said, no.
2: He said, we're going to have to dig it up. Cut the pipe. We're going to have to cut the root. We're going to have to
0: put some other stuff down to make sure that the other roots don't start coming through. He said, Pastor, I hate to say it, but it's going to cost you. And I come with this message today.
2: That there's some stuff that you need to dig up. Yeah, yeah, you trying to look for a quick fix. You won't be to come in here and give you a quick sermon. When you got some stuff that's deeply rooted in you. You got some stuff that you're gonna have to dig up and cut out. And if you don't dig it up and cut it out, you don't never see the flow. Uh, so it's gonna cost you something. This one ain't gonna feel good. This one you this ain't no quick fix. Well, it's time you think you've been waiting on God and God said I'm waiting on you to find out you got a root problem the reason you so hateful because you got a root problem the reason you so messy because you got a root problem
0: forever have some held up. So we walk back in. And at this point, my spirit is broke.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm still trying to find out who I can get
1: that can hook me up yeah.
0: give me a discount yeah. cheap. Yeah. So I asked him, He's a contractor. I said, anything you can do? <laughs> he said, no.
1: <laughs>
0: you need somebody uh-huh. that specializes yeah. in that type of work.
2: Uh-huh. You can't just let anybody come, on, come in here with your root problem. Oh, yeah, 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 what you got, you can't just get no jack you. got might get somebody to come in specializes. Don't need nobody to sugarcoat nothing for me. I don't need nobody to tiptoe around it for me. I need somebody to come straight at the problem. That know what they doing. Don't pacify me. Don't pat me on my back. Don't walk me down. Help me get rid of my roots. I want the overflow. I, I want the problem fixed. I, I don't want somebody that's gonna do some patchwork. I don't want somebody gonna make me feel good on Sunday and let me walk out of here still being a former cater on Monday. I need somebody that can help me with my rules. Yeah, so can you can you at least recommend somebody? So he said, Pastor, he said, Pastor, he
0: said, Pastor, he said look, come on in The bathroom said, let me, let me ask you a question. He said, Pastor, he said, I'm just talking about a bathroom. He said, Pastor, he said, uh, how long has it been like this? I said, well, uh, see, <laughs> what happened was, see, I got a bathroom in the master bedroom. And when I was living in the house, I didn't have to use the hall bathroom so I would just close the door and when company came over I would just say use the bathroom in the back so said so have you been the only one in the house I said no I rented it to two people and he said so they had to deal What's
2: your wish? You see, some of us got some stuff that we ain't dealt with. And because we ain't closed the door on it, you want to act like the problem don't still exist. And now you didn't expect everybody else just to deal with your stuff. That when all you got to do is fix the issue, but your inconvenience has now become bad. I ain't got to deal with your attitude because you got new problems.
0: Been. I, said, there, it's been. I said, I've been in the house. I had the house for almost 15 years. And I said, I, uh, I think it started messing up when my son Cass was here. And I said, I'm doing the calculation. I said, Cass has been gone for quite a while. I said, so this bathroom has been messed up for at least about 10, 11 years. Wow. And he said, so You
2: just wasn't gonna
0: fix it. I'm just talking about the bathroom. You just gonna leave it like that. You think it's gonna fix itself?
2: It's just gonna eliminate itself. Somehow, all of a sudden, the toilet gonna start flowing, the power cup gonna start working, everything just gonna get all right. You You think you just gonna pray? So we come to the bathroom. Crack us out to the toe. Now, some stuff you got to do some labor with. Y'all kissing out the wire. Your tongues don't mean nothing if it's clogged up. Your prayer don't mean nothing if you stop talking. You can pay your times all you want to it if you stop going. Ain't nothing you'll grow until you get the roots out.
0: Like I'm feeling shame a little bit because <laughs> I'm seeing the spiritual connotation here. I'm seeing
2: that instead of dealing with my issues, I just close the door on them. I just let stuff just keep there. Instead of dealing with the problem, I said, now I got to look at myself. That's <laughs> yeah, because now I hear the Holy Ghost speaking. I got to deal with myself. Yeah, and maybe if you dealt with that 10 years ago, you would have. It. Yeah. Yeah, y'all can shout with me, but then.
0: What about you? What about the stuff that you ate? That's right. Yeah, so now I'm feeling bad. I'm like. So I said, I'm just talking about the bathroom. So I said, man, look. What I'm supposed to do is He said, Well, if you would have did this. 11 years ago. It probably wouldn't cost you much. Uh-oh, uh-oh. But because that route is at least 11 years,
1: you're good.
0: you going to have to pay uh, for your neglect. Yeah. <laughs> because you neglect the root, you're going to pay worse off right. the road. <laughs> it's harder to cut off
1: That's right.
0: down the road That's than right. it is That's right. in its infancy. Yeah. That's
1: right.
0: You can cut it now yeah. and it may hurt a
1: little
0: bit. That's right. <laughs> right. You have a baby for it, oh, I mean. Oh Thank right. you. So now you got to, uh, now you got to deal with uh, at least 18 years. (laughs) I don't know who told me they stopped needing stuff at 18.
1: (laughs) 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 And Kaz an old man.
0: Uh, I hope he ain't watching, but he's an old man. Uh, We feel like we the same age, but he's still asking for stuff. (laughs) Amen. Amen. And so I said, man, I, I, I've been neglecting this issue. I've been closing the door on this thing. And what, what, what? And so I said, uh, can you recommend somebody? He said, well, I know some people. Uh, so I said, well, I remember a friend of mine dealt with a root issue. I said, so let me call him and find out who he used? Because I want somebody who dealt with roots before. All right. All right. I need to talk to somebody who had this issue before. I don't want to talk to nobody who hadn't been through what I've been through. I need to talk to somebody who had had a root
2: issue and can tell me it's going to be alright on the other side. I need to know what it costs you and how you made it through. And when I talked to my friend that had been through it, he said, now it's going to cost you a little bit. He said, but they're going to take care of you. Ask for this person and tell them I sent you. And so I understood that I can't just entrust anybody my roots. But I need somebody that has some experience with somebody who can deal with some root. And so I call somebody who has some experience with somebody else. Stop taking advice from people who ain't never been through nothing. Ain't got nobody that's gonna try to tell you how to handle somebody. Ain't got a pot of a window that gonna try to tell you how to do something. gonna tell me how I ought to
0: act on my supervisor when you ain't even got oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just talking about a bathroom so I said, you know what I'm gonna go ahead address the issue. Uh-huh. Uh, because I can't move somebody else in the house
1: right. Right, right, right. Oh, no. is. and right. the
0: problem ain't fixed. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: Some of us
1: mm-hmm.
0: will keep moving on mm-hmm. and they never dealt with it. You move on uh, to something else. Before you move somebody else in on your problems. Yeah. You're looking for somebody to coat. <laughs> Take care of your house first. That's right.
2: That's Don't
0: move right. nobody in That's
1: right.
0: and say, oh, by the way, the bathroom got roots.
1: Uh, huh. That's right.
0: That's right. That's right, That's right sir. So, Joshua, now that's just an (laughs) introduction so Joshua then says that God has given a command to go and attack a land so Joshua sends spies over to look into the land and the people come back and say it's going to be an easy win we don't even have to send everybody it's going to be easy Send about two, 3,000 people. We should be good with that.
1: Hmm.
0: And so Joshua complies and sends about two, 3,000 people. And they take a loss. 36 people get killed. And Joshua comes back and he's distraught because he thought that the Lord was with him. He cries out to the Lord and he's saying, God, uh, your name is at stake here. Your name is on the line because everybody knows you fights for us. But how is it that we took this
1: loss?
0: God showed Joshua that there was sin
1: in the camp.
2: And he said, until you remove the sin from the camp, I am not going to be with you. As a matter of fact, I'm going to cause you to have to turn your back on your enemies. I need you to remove the seat. So what I did,
0: I told the man, I said, listen, that tub is too far gone. So he took the tub out sat on the front porch and people was passing by and had a box in front of it and they thought it was a refrigerator and so he said people been stopping by him asking about that tub and I said well what you gonna do with it you gonna sell it or we gonna give it away he said that tub ain't good for nothing but to be thrown away
2: instead of giving your issues it ain't good for nothing but to be thrown away that's good I'm a pastor somebody else or put
0: it on the market and say when I know it got a ring in it that won't come out. There's a residue that can't be removed. So the best thing to do is some of us are holding on to some people. You trying to save them. and You ain't got blood to wash them. Trying to save somebody that got a residue that only the blood of Jesus can wash. You going through hell sleepless nights, crying, toe up from the floor up behind somebody that want to keep the residue. I know I'm in
1: the
2: house. Holding on to stuff that ain't gonna come clean.
0: going to have to throw away. Some stuff you're going to have to throw away. So watch your hands. So Joshua says bring everybody to me because the Lord said to him get up off of your face
2: crying. You're crying out to me and I'm telling you there's an issue in your house. Get up off of your face
0: and call the people before you. So he calls all the tribes, and from the tribes he calls the families, from the families he calls the men, and he came upon Achan. Yes, they
1: were.
2: The Spirit pointed out Achan that he was the one that saw
0: the Babylonian goods and took some for himself.
2: Hit him in his tent. That's right, that's right. It's about to get (laughs) cool. He couldn't even enjoy (laughs) what he stole. <laughs> it's tax season, ain't it? You know I got to know around taxes. And don't talk about them folks who be selling their kids. Tim, <laughs> we got
0: there enough to
2: ask. Let me know if you know somebody got some kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
0: give them about four or five hundred. You know,
2: A
1: thousand with a widow.
2: Four five hundred cheap. We are a hot Looking for the highest bill. 75, 35, 45, 45, 505. How to fill the two high two for the 70. behind something he can't even enjoy Joshua said go dig it up go to his tent and dig up what he stole It, remain in the now. You got to burn it. We don't want nothing but the ashes to remain. Burn
0: it. And then kill him. Wasn't ready for that part. Wasn't ready for that part. Burn what he stole, then kill him. And thank God for grace and mercy. thank
2: God for grace and mercy burned where he stole didn't kill him Yes, yeah, he. there's some of us that's supposed to be dead now you can appreciate that love we were talking about. because if it had not been for that love that no greater love had this that a man laid down his life for his friends my wounds would have been took me out but because of his love Cut the roots out. He replaced the woman. He gave me a new mind. He gave me a new heart. He gave me a new walk. He gave me a new talk. He's the one that washed me. When the revenue was in my life, he's the one that washed me.
0: We need to burn. Burn it. And then kill it. Don't kill yourself, kill it. Watch this because I know that we probably have some trouble comprehending this. They stoned them to death. Seems kind of harsh, though. Seems kind of harsh. All he did was steal a few wore a couple roads and stole some money. See, <laughs> so ain't no harsh, no killing. No, see, it's bigger than that. Yes, it is. He was causing everything else to die. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so you gonna sacrifice one part? See, thirty-six people had died. Yeah. Because of his decision. That's right. That's right. See, what you don't understand is sometimes the ramifications of your decisions reach further than you. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's you thinking that this is just you and you're not your children are suffering for your sin. Your grandchildren will suffer for your sin.
2: You will you'll set some generational stuff in place that you're dealing with that your great-grandchildren will have to deal with. As a matter of fact, some of us are still dealing with the root of some of our grandparents, some of our great-grandparents. Some of
0: God's gonna with the roof of what ate
1: him.
0: to it the roof of it the roof it with the roof of yeah, all right, all right. I... Yeah, so God it looks at the roof And while we're thinking that it was harsh, God said it was necessary. It. He got to go. Because he do not go, everything will die. He caused other stuff to die. Mm. He violated the covenant. Yes, he did. Killing. Killing. Thank God for grace. You never thank God for grace. I probably would have been about six when they stoned me. <laughs> <laughs> amen. Some of us wouldn't have made it to a
1: day Amen. <laughs>
0: amen. You got to get rid of that stuff. And you got to cut it at the root. Amen. The altar's open. I'm done. Altars